Welcome to the Physics Central Podcast. I'm Calico Field. Last week, scientists from the University of Bristol announced that they have discovered a previously unseen canyon in northern Greenland. The canyon stretches for 450 miles, making it nearly twice as long as the Grand Canyon in Arizona. The so-called Mega Canyon went unnoticed because it's underneath the ice sheet that covers most of the island. Still, in the satellite age, it's surprising to discover such a massive land formation on our home planet. Today, we'll talk about the role that physics played in this new discovery. That's today on the Physics Central podcast. The ice sheet that covers most of the surface of Greenland is, on average, two miles thick. That ice has been there for about three and a half million years, so no humans have ever set foot on the natural terrain that's underneath that ice. But in the last 40 years, scientists have been trying to get a look at that subsurface by using radar to look through the ice. And last week, a group of scientists at Bristol University in the United Kingdom announced the discovery of this so-called mega canyon. It's possibly, depending on how you define a canyon, it's possibly the longest canyon in the world. And so it's just a, it's just a remarkable feature. This is Jonathan Bamber, the lead scientist on the paper announcing this discovery. I'm a professor of physical geography at the University of Bristol, and I'm in something called the Bristol Glaciology Centre, which is one of the largest glaciology research centres in the UK. To discover something like this now in an age when, you know, we have Google Street View images of almost every house on almost every street in many cities around the world, you know, you just don't expect to find a, a canyon that's like almost twice the length of the Grand Canyon in the U.S. The canyon is also about a half a mile deep, which is impressive, but only about half as deep as the Grand Canyon. Bamber and his colleagues are interested in mapping the topology of the Greenland ice sheet and the bedrock that it sits on. That's how they came across this amazing structure. The aim of the work that we were doing was to produce a new bedrock and ice thickness data set for the whole of Greenland. And the purpose of that was to use it in numerical models of the ice sheet to predict how it was going to change in the future and how it's going to respond to climate change. So it was a, a numerical modeling activity that was driving the work that we were doing. We produced the new bedrock data set and we started looking at it and we realized that there was this incredible, what looked like continuous feature in the bedrock. The canyon appears to be V-shaped, which means it was formed by a river, not glaciers. And that means it probably formed before the glaciers arrived. Obviously, the discovery of the canyon is noteworthy on its own, but Bamber says it's also relevant to the research that he and his colleagues are doing. From a glaciological point of view, we believe that it, it is quite important for understanding what happens to subglacial water underneath the ice sheet. Where you have subglacial water, the, the ice can slide over the surface of the bed. So instead of moving very slowly by internal deformation of the ice, the, the water acts as a lubricant and the, the ice can literally just slip over the surface of the rock and move much more rapidly, typically about 10 times faster. And so 
where you have water, it can be quite important for the velocity of the ice. The degree to which water will speed up a glacier depends on how that water sits underneath the glacier. If the water spreads out nice and evenly, creating a thin film that's highly pressurized, that will act as a very good lubricant and drive up the velocity of the glacier. But the water may also cluster together into channels under lower pressure and flow toward the edge of the glacier. And in that case, there's not as much lubrication between the bedrock and the ice. Now, there are obviously other possibilities for how water will sit underneath a glacier, and this new mega canyon may help tell the story of the water that's underneath Greenland's ice sheet. We know that quite large parts of northern Greenland have water at the bed. There's, there's melting at the ice bed interface, and that water has to go somewhere. It either ponds, it either sits there and forms subglacial lakes, like we found in Antarctica, or it has to be evacuated from the ice sheet um, and get out via some mechanism. And we think this canyon um, is, helps explain how water is rooted uh, from underneath the ice sheet out towards the coast. Bamber says scientists in his field are hoping to study the water underneath Greenland's ice sheet in more detail. But how do you do that? How do you see through two miles of solid ice? With physics, of course, specifically with radar. People have been flying airborne radar missions. It's called ice-penetrating radar over Greenland for something like 40 years. The glacial ice on top of Greenland is opaque to visible light, so we could never look through it with a flashlight or anything like that. But ice is mostly transparent to radio waves, which are used in radar. They can pass through ice very easily. In fact, radio waves pass through ice more easily than they pass through liquid water. And so you can send pulses of radio wave energy down from an aircraft. Some of the energy bounces off, but most of it actually goes through the ice and is then reflected from the bedrock or at the, at the be ice bedrock interface at the bottom. And if you know the velocity of your radio wave through ice, which we do know pretty well, then you just measure the time delay of that pulse and, and you can work out the thickness of the ice. Now, this is a rather basic physics principle, but to apply it to the study of glaciers requires some more in-depth physics knowledge. So glaciologists like Bamber will often have a physics background. What you need to remember is that the, in, in Greenland, the ice is more than three kilometers thick. That's two miles thick. And so even, even though ice is semi-transparent, there is still attenuation of the radio wave in the ice and they're scattering from inhomogeneities within the ice and there are all sorts of difficulties in interpreting the data. And so these data are not, not what you call just routine data sets that you just find anywhere. They're really quite complicated to understand and interpret and you need a pretty good understanding of, um, say, basic principles of electromagnetism and the interaction of radio waves with ice and bedrock surfaces and, and dielectric properties of materials to fully interpret the data. I guess many people might not think of this particular kind of thing as a physics-based problem, but actually it is. Of course, the next logical question is, 
What will they name this mega canyon? You've been listening to the Physics Central Podcast. I'm Callie Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more of the Physics Central Podcast.